Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with Jared, King of the Slams, and the King of Dirty Songs, James. <laughs> I just watched that sketch. Um, I think I think we're going to be late getting to Corset. Yeah. That's the restaurant they keep referencing, Jared. <laughs> oh, Corset? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. Sounds, sounds pretty legit. Well, I just want to say, I should have prepared, but uh, I just watched TV. that's fine good it's good um we are here to discuss uh what jared has forced us to call round two of the (laughs) itysl stable of guest stars tournament and we're gonna get into results um but i think jared and i speak for the whole world when we kind of say shame on you to the voters sorry i came on a little hard and I, I kind of have a theory that our listeners are kind of enlightened and it wasn't them who I agree did it. It was just kind of like the general Twitter X, sorry, uh, world that just kind of messed this whole thing up. So um, I agree. actually, James, have you, have you looked at if there's sort of a big difference in the numbers between the, the Google forms and the Twitter? Uh, I did. Um, however, there were only four responses to the Google form. No kidding. Oh. Um, yeah. So and we were like three of them. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and Sergey um, Brin. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, there's probably not any uh, data that could be gleaned from that. And I was uh, considering maybe just scrapping the forms for future rounds because of it but uh yeah we can we we can still include it if there's anybody who's really dedicated to voting that way but to be honest if there's there's only four it might not be uh they might not count anyway yeah all right well well, let's jump right into the results so um in one of the few matchups that absolutely delighted jared um sam richardson 97.4 97.4 versus Andre Bilu, 2.6. Um, so I'm a huge Dre Bilu fan. So, um, but I mean, I honestly think you could have like a, uh, I don't know, like a baby polar bear against Sam Richardson and they would also get trounced. Like no one's touching yeah. Sam Richardson. Yeah, not this round. No, not yeah. this round. Yeah. God, he's, he's charming. Yeah. He is very charming and talented. In many ways. Yeah. yeah. And just handsome. Good looking he's guy. Not, he's a handsome man. He's a good yeah. looking guy. I mean, Every... well, as we know from Detroiters, he's actually sexy, not cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every time he says Andy DeFranco in that one ad, I it's just, just as funny every time. To, <laughs> um, if it, does everybody know what I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I Darren Holtz is talking about Anthony Davis, and he's something like, AD, oh, oh Sean. Oh, and, uh, right, right, right. and Sam's just like Adi DeFranco, and he's like Anthony Davis. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I thought you were referring to a commercial on Detroiters. Uh, oh, first. there are but... some commercials on Detroiters. <laughs> Almost yeah. One the whole per the whole premise of this show is that they work at an advertising agency. If you may, if you don't recall, <laughs> dude, Cramblin Dubay. I had to answer that, or else like Jusica's just gonna like send me a mail bomb or something. Um, not really FBI. Uh, <laughs> all right uh we jump to our second matchup which we did correctly um project uh project an upset 
uh, with Zach Kanan getting 64.7 to Fred Armisen's 35.3. Um, so I guess Fred's got to kind of go back to the Portlandia drawing board here, you know? Yeah, I think he's probably pretty upset about this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, feel I don't like know. People are kind of down on that sketch. I, I, like, I've just, a couple of my friends who watched the show, they were like, it doesn't work. Fred Armisen doesn't, can't do this. Or I, I think, think my, one I think of my friends good. even said, like, Fred Armisen can't do sketches or something. I was like, uh, Fred Armisen has a pretty illustrative sketch career <laughs> yeah. uh, in multiple shows, including Saturday Night Live. But, um, yeah, no, I, I think, I don't know. Do you think this is driven more just by Zach being a creator on the show than anything else? I feel like it's probably that. I do think that the, that the uh, Street Sets sketch is like, one of the ones that was not as highly received or off the bat yeah. by, by some people, but I think it's great. So I think it's funny too, but yes, I mean, I think Zach is in five sketches. Oh, if you like count that. chunky, right? So yeah, it's like got... chunky, um, the, um, Ruben Rabasa sketch. Yeah. He's in Don Bonderly. Yeah. Um, he's oh, in yeah. um, Dangerous Nights. Yep. Is he? One... He is. Yeah. He's. Um, he kind of doesn't look like himself. He's the one who's like was. Yeah. He's like oh. the. Ask, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Dangerous Nights crew. Yeah. Oh right. You mean like I, I was thinking of the scene at the restaurant, but no, it's oh, yeah. it's yeah. the the party scene. Got it. Yeah. So he's he's done a lot for the show. Um, and I think his role as Paul in the Ruben Rabasa sketch, I think this is his big yeah. performance. Yeah, he's really good. Um, I, I would argue he could be in more sketches. Um, it's really funny. Yeah. Um, again, no surprise, as much as uh, Allison Martin um, was really funny in her sketch, she loses handily to Bob McDuff Wilson. Um, she was, I believe, dinged points. Um, she asked a lot of voters what size they were <laughs> and how big yeah. their body was. So um, yeah. that'll take yeah. you down a notch. That'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Um, I, I uh, Yeah, I think um, this was uh, another one where, like, uh, not a surprising result. And then also it's, it got me wondering whether also there's a little bit of, I feel like for the season three sketches that weren't kind of like blockbuster big hits or like, Meme, memes that went around whether the uh people from from those sketches would be at a disadvantage to people who were in like you know sketches that have entered public consciousness or like just are have been around for from the earlier seasons so i feel like uh that could have also kind of been a disadvantage for allison martin yeah i think i think you should leave in general like it's one of the rare pop culture things where time might actually yeah, help um yeah, yeah. Like people love the sketches more and more as time goes on so um yeah like being from an earlier season might might help um in following that trend but in a battle that was a lot closer than i expected uh william knight frederick sorry william frederick knight beat beck bennett um roughly 60 to 40 um yeah. Again, yeah. Um, two strong uh, one sketch performances, um, and I'm just assuming Beck Bennett has a lot of fans from SNL. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, this was a, a, a quality win over someone who's like pretty famous for, uh, you know, the larger comedy scene uh, um, for, for William Frederick Knight, who's, uh, you know, very, has a, a very accomplished uh, or had a very accomplished career. Um, but not in the sketch comedy realm. Yeah. And I think um, Beck Bennett, I really carried SNL for a while. And when you look at like the classic history of um, sort of like amazing sketch comedy pairs, you know, in line with like Tim and Sam, um, uh, Beck and Kyle Mooney, I think were came from the same small troupe to SNL. Yeah. Um, they did a lot of writing for it. each other. Um, both really funny, but uh, Beck has been sent packing. Uh, next round, Bob Bob McDuff versus William Frederick Knight. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. It is. I, I think. Yeah. I think I we know. all might know which, which way that's going. Though. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, Tim Heidecker, big win over Jason Schwartzman. Um, so I guess it's not all fame, although they are probably relatively similarly famous yeah and tim heidecker is kind of like very much uh in the same lane of humor as as i think you should leave even for stuff outside of the show so there's probably like i think you should leave fans or probably would probably consider tim heidecker a little bit more like relevant in fame to them would be my guess too oh i think it's a different one i would think Jason Schwartzman, because of all the movies, would be more recognizable to people. I, th- I think probably like audience. outside of I think yeah, outside be of world, probably yeah. yeah yeah right the normies <laughs> yes the normies um, yeah uh, Tim Heidecker's sketch comedy is uh, definitely more intense than I think you should leave. It's one of the oh, few yeah. sort of yeah. platforms that goes to the um, yeah. wackier side. Um, Cecily Strong with a big W over Brandon Wardell. Um, again, just a stellar performance. Um, you know, he's yeah. mostly in smaller roles in spite of the yeah. fact that he's really funny. Um, and then I think maybe one of the more encouraging uh, matchups, even though I, I really love Andy Samberg, uh, was Biff Whiff beating him uh, 85-15. Yeah. Um, Biff Whiff, real contender. Yeah. I, uh, 85-15 was the final on that one? Yeah. yeah. Very impressive showing. I mean, I guess it's fair Andy Samberg's role was more or less as just kind of like a generic like straight man role. So it also, <laughs> you know, despite him being such an accomplished uh, actor and comedian, his pr- role wasn't uh, particularly memorable and I think you should leave, but still pretty surprising how uh, little he was able to rack up uh, in that poll. So definitely says something yeah. for Biff Whiff's uh, opportunity here, I think. Yeah. I think, okay. Go ahead. No, you. Yeah. Oh, I was saying on the other side of the bracket, like I feel like there was some name notoriety factors going into this and I don't know what it says. Like maybe Biff has bigger notoriety right now than Andy Sandberg in this population. But I thought Sandberg would have just a lot more people like recognizing his name and saying, Oh, I love Andy Sandberg. I'm going to pick him. 
but yeah. that kind of total, I mean. I think it's a Q score thing. I think like Biff with arguably might be the most likable person from the show, including Tim. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to say. Yeah. Um so we had our twelve twenty one, uh roughly um two thirds to one third, Vanessa Bayer beating Kate Berlant. This is my probably ninth time on the show I will mention um the movie Sorry to Bother You with which Kate Berlant is in it, written and directed by a guy who made music for the record label I used to work for, Boots Riley. Um and starring who I think might be the greatest actor right now, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh. Did you guys watch Atlanta? No, it's on my list. I just Yeah, it's on my list yet. too. I'm just throwing out like out of anything that's really thrown me for a loop, like the last five years, it's like I think you should leave in Atlanta on a, on tears by themselves. Um, it's like I think Donald Glover is a really amazing actor, and he's like arguably the third or fourth best actor on that show. <laughs> um, so yeah, just unbelievable watch. I think I'm gonna jump back in for a second time. Nice. Damn. Yeah, I need to um, I need to bump that to the top of my list. I think, considering that you might be in Atlanta right now. <laughs> yep, yep. Exactly. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Just wanted to. Um. I did out. see Donald Glover once. Uh, did you really? In passing, just you know, uh, walking along the the sidewalk and uh, didn't say anything and kept walking and was starstruck. I bet he appreciated that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. So we head to the other side of the bracket. Um Patty Harris and um I, I think we all thought she was gonna take care of um the double threat Reese Coiro, but I think the fact that she won ninety three to seven probably wow. hints at uh how she might do in this competition. Yeah. yeah. I think she's pretty beloved and has some very standout roles and also has a little bit of the sort of, I mean, kind of similar to Biff Whiff in that she kind of has blossomed into semi-stardom in other things outside of, I think you should leave in the time since appearing on it on the show. Like she's been in a Mm -hmm. few kind of pretty big film and TV roles um, over the last just like few years so I feel like there's a little bit of like uh, you know fans of I think you should leave uh, have a soft spot for her more so than than like average guest appearances yeah, yeah. and, and I, my guess is I, I think um, she's maybe the I mean outside of Zach as well but one of two people who's sort of influence on the show is about more than her acting um i think even sketches she didn't write they you know the writers probably think like what would patty do here um Mm, it's like a very uniquely yeah i mean like most people um in the driver's ed uh videos would not have been funny yeah um (laughs) that's true and uh the way she pulls those off is very unique so uh, our fans of the show don't need us to talk about how good Patty Harrison is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think those numbers made me think like, oh, I, I kind of 
I think Hatter is like maybe my fourth or fifth pick to win. And now I'm like, mm, she might, she might even be the favorite. Um, oh, I don't know. Okay. I can okay. see it. I don't know. I'm just, th- I'm just throwing it out there. Um, in one of two matchups that was um, really disappointing to me um, by roughly yeah. an 80, 80 to 20 vote. I mean, no offense to Fred Willard. The guy's amazing. He's a legend. Um, we, we sadly lost him. Um, but he beat Shantae Delon. And I just sort of as like um, uh, to make me feel better about this matchup, I've just decided to start like this delusion in my head that Tim and Shantae are married in real life. <laughs> just like wow. the, the okay. Kramblins. I'm just like, I'm going with it now. Wouldn't the world be a better place if they were married? I don't know. I just, she could tell Tim about all the stuff at the, you know, making cars, all the stuff that went down, and Sam lives next door in a fixer upper. I yeah. I think Tim is happily married, so he maybe is. his yeah. wife would object to that. But um, <laughs> she might not, though. Have you ever? She might not. She might. You ever not. seen Shantae Delon on screen? Very charming. True, that's true. Maybe she would step aside just by fan vote. It's um, like marriages aren't all two person deals anymore, Jared. That's very close minded. That's true. I apologize to the uh, polyamorous listeners. Yeah, no, I think. um, Yeah, by the way, ninety percent of our listeners are polyamorous. So, yeah, that's true. That's in the in the download stats that we can track. Spotify sends. All right, I take it back. I think to our lords at Spotify. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed in this result. Again, not to disparage Fred Willard, but I, I was surprised by the. The win, first of all, and then also the margin. Yeah. Um, Defies logic. Defies logic to me. It didn't, like, that's the one where I look at it, I'm like, this doesn't make that much sense to me. She made Tim Meadows pop off the screen. Yeah. Um, Also, just uh, uh, one thing worth mentioning while we're on Shantae is... She's currently working on raising funds for mm-hmm. a movie yeah. she, she's working on um, called Depart From It. Um, so definitely, like, if you are a fan of I Think You Should Leave or Detroiters um, and her work there, like, probably worth um, tracking down that link uh, to kind of look into what she's working on now and um, definitely, like, consider donating to it because, uh, you know, she's fantastic big fans and definitely would want to support her in that and jessica has told me uh, oh sorry i I just have some breaking news i think she's only accepting saudi money for that role so sorry (laughs) listen jessica actually told me um she's planning on pledging 90 percent. but if the listeners could help with the other 10 percent, yeah oh that's a big offer yeah some quick math right there um and also, uh, as much as people malign um, Elon Musk's management of the company, he might—he must have some method to weed out the votes from bot farms, or else that matchup would have been a lot closer. So, yeah, um, kudos true. to him, I guess. Um, <laughs> a great American genius from from uh, South Africa. Um, <laughs> in our next battle, um, again, another two thirds, one third. Um, I was a little surprised by this one. Um, all props to the very funny Stephen Yoon. Um, I thought Ruben Robasso was going to win this like 110 to negative 10. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But yes. to be honest, like the, 
the first watch through way back in the day, um, Steven Yoon's uh, performance was one that came me, uh, brought me back to watch again. So, um, yeah, I mean, a, he's not a huge shock. Great performance in that and sort of uh, was a harbinger of his uh, har- harbinger, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, how to say that yeah. <laughs> it, it foretold his acting chops in future roles. Um, you know, he, he showed range in that uh, and has had some really amazing roles in, in other stuff recently, too. Um. Yeah, um, and it's when we came into the podcast, his wife kissed me on the cheek. Tim is, yeah, I think one thing we might have to do is rank, go like first to last and how crazy Tim is in every sketch. Mm-hmm. That would kind of yeah. be fun. That would be a contender. You want to do that like right now on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no. All how right, much, I'll start. Number how much pseudofedrin have you had? Yeah, I, I have not had enough for that. Um, in, in another matchup where the loser, I think, definitely deserved better, um, the very funny Bob Odenkirk trounced John Early uh, like 89 to 11. Um, I'm still riding for John Early. I think... I don't know if I said this on air, but I believe my f- wife's friend, who's my friend, was in Italy at the Blue Grotto. And I think Kate Berland and John Early might have been in the same boat. Did hmm. I talk about this? I need to no. I need to get more info on this. No. Um, but I do know that the, those two are like very good friends. And so it would make sense that they'd be like someplace together. I'm going to yeah. go. Google John, uh, Kate Berlin, John Early Grotto. I hope it wasn't another comedian. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure one of them is John Early. Grotto. Anybody uh, ever do the... Co- nothing's coming up. Anybody ever do the Blue Grotto? No. I don't no know what There's a uh, Capri, which is like Capri pants and Caprese salad. Mm. It's an island. There's yeah. a um, cave um, like in the ocean and you just kind of duck under this little hole and you end up in this big cave and the water super blue um it's pretty unreal that's cool i have not been there there. say it again john early lives there um i don't know maybe i don't know how much googling you're doing real quick (laughs) yeah Uh, but um anyway um, I would also recommend John Early's appearance on a on a YouTube series called Thrift Hall, which is like supermarket sweep in a thrift store. Um, oh man, that's amazing! Hosted by the incredibly charismatic rapper Fat Tony, like the um, Simpsons character. Yeah, but he's not really like the Simpsons character. Oh, okay. um, he's actually a really good rapper. I'm a, I'm a fan, um, and he's he makes really good videos. Uh, I was lucky to speak with him once. He was uh, making a video once and he got a call from someone who was just like, I want to be in the video. Can I be in it? And it was Rosario Dawson. <laughs> no way. So he's in a video with uh, her. So that's cool. Um, moving on. Um, I did not pick this one correctly. I was pretty far off on this one. Uh, Connor O'Malley uh, with about 87 percent of the vote against richard wharton's 13 percent 
Um, I thought Wharton was going to give him a, a run for his money. Um, but when James put the gifts on Twitter, the Connor O'Malley one was sped up. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it was really creative and. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a little it was stressing me out because like in the comments, people were were claiming that um, that I paid uh, Connor O'Malley in in fast food. In, <laughs> um, and then yeah. you could just jump in with a fifty five burgers joke right there. <laughs> um, what was the final total of this one? Uh, Eighty seven to thirteen. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. All right. And then okay. in the battle that most angered me, uh best friend of the podcast, Steve Moulton, lost to Tim Meadows, uh eighty-four percent to sixteen percent. Bullshit. That we all we have nothing against Tim Meadows. I but do. that that yeah. one's bull <laughs> that one's bullshit. We do now. Yeah, we do oh. now. Yeah. He did somehow manage to live next to Kelly and Tony for years, which that's kind of a positive mark on his side. That's true. Can you imagine what that must have been like? I can't imagine. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like, I just, I don't understand it. Turbo yeah. team, mortal enemies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Tim Meadows can even run with us because I don't think he's part of the turbo team. <laughs> Not. All right, I that's true. On the on the heels of this one, I have some proposals. When we do the next round, uh, we should raise the voting age to twenty five, <laughs> unless you pass a test or you serve in the military. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's. I think that I I might have to pay like for Twitter Blue to be able to <laughs> uh, restrict that, but I can work on it. And I'm gonna sell, set, save my other theory of outrage uh, and t after we finish these last two. Um, but again, Steve, if you're listening, um, this is no way a reflection of your service to the show. The no. shitty voters. Shitty. Twitter basic voter. And we'll again, we're going to talk about this in a minute. Um, we wrap up. Will Forte, big win over Mike O'Brien, um, 77 to 23. So Mike O'Brien plays a great straight man, but Will Forte was in two sketches. Yeah. Sort of as a lead. Yeah. Um, in spite of the fact they're both SNL, Will Forte is definitely more famous. Yeah. Um, and finally, um, in a performance that never gets old to me, um, Paul Walter Hauser beats Julia Butters 78 to 22. Um, Hauser's performance on I Think You Should Leave. It's, he's overqualified. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. He's overqualified. It's, it's a very beloved, like, runs the, runs the spectrum of, like, memorable and funny and also, like, extremely sweet and heartfelt. Yes, yeah. it's, it's going to be a, it, he's going to be a, a powerhouse here I'm, I'm i'm thinking and there was sort of like that sketch required it's one of the rare sketch comedy um like uh sketches not to be redundant that requires like timing 
um and him and nick azarian just had like really good yeah. timing yeah um it was fun to watch it's fun to like i would if i were like a focus group for any sketch comedy show i would be like i want more sketches that have some sort of element of timing to mm, them yeah all right jared here's my conspiracy theory I, I need you to help me walk walk through this all right yes who's elon musk's biggest fan hint he's the enemy of the show and he owns a tesla <laughs> uh it's got to be Vinod. is it yeah so what else does elon musk own x what, what is this? yeah What's yeah so yeah. like could oh, Vinod have sort of yeah. paid money mm. to influence these votes yeah yeah i wouldn't have passed them he probably bet on them and then rigged it so yeah. that he'd win mm. win money on it. Yeah, that's God possible. Damn it! <laughs> um, last time we were hanging out, Jared and I brought all the old stuff like Red Dog beer and Four Loco, um, and Vinod brought Don Bonderly, um, <laughs> which is what him and I, his high school friends, used to do. <laughs> uh, God damn it! Um. My um my Siri just decided to randomly call someone I hadn't oh, talked to in like fucking 15 years. Too. But no, he's Vinod, all he's got fingerprints. Fingerprints all over this. He's hijacking this pod right now. Yeah. He's gonna like pop in. Alright, well, why don't we go rapid rapid fire and uh try to predict the next as Jared yeah. would call round three. <laughs> <laughs> it shows the most respect to people. But all right. Um, uh, Sam versus Zach Kanan. I mean, I think Sam's going to win this. I, and I think he probably deserves to just on the strength of, you know, his lead roles. Um, especially if we're kind of restricting it to acting, uh, roles and not sort of overall writing and, and production. I think yeah. it's going to be Sam like eighty five fifteen. That's yeah. my bet. Yeah, I, that feels right. Um, we have Bob McDuff Wilson versus William Frederick Knight. Yeah, closer, this one's this is the closer for sure. I think it's Bob McDuff Wilson. Yeah, I do too. But like yeah, a sixty forty type too. situation. But it does. This is a heart wrenching one. Uh, just I know. Like from a super fan perspective, I think. Right. For sure. I'm gonna. I think that one goes like seventy thirty. Okay. Um, but I, I just think when you're talking about key score, I, I think uh, McDuff's near the top. Just a very yeah. likable person, yeah. in spite of the fact that his character is a psychopath. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, this is an interesting one. We have Heidecker versus Cecily Strong. I don't I know about this. I this mean, could, this could be something. I think I have Cecily winning. I think it would be okay. close. Uh, I think there's a little bit of name recognition coming through on this one, I would bet, and like the body of work for her uh, with the normies. But I don't know if this is a very hyper-specific population. It could be Heidecker. I originally picked Heidecker, but I, I, could, I could really see it either way. Yeah, I think. Well, my prediction is that Heidecker is going to steamroll her, but oh wow, okay. yeah. But 
I, personally, I it's a close thing for me, but I think I think Heidecker's wow. going to win. Mm. I would be surprised by his theme rolling, but I don't know. I don't know. It'll tell. I would say this one like will tell us a lot. Seventy plus percent to him is my guess. I think that'll say a lot about the the voting population if if it comes through that strong on the, between these two. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm just loving the Wiley Coyote Roadrunner terminology here, going right to steamrolling. <laughs> steamrolling, very, very yeah. vivid. Yeah. Um, we have uh, Biff Whiff versus Vanessa Bayer. I mean, I'm just saying, Biff Whiff, he might beat everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I I would confidently could be another steamrolling. <laughs> And if he loses, he could then just I think, say it. I think she's I think he's gonna drop an anvil on her uh, or draw like a <laughs> fake tunnel on the side of a mountain and have her run into it. One and of then, those two things is more likely. If he yeah. loses too, he could just say it's unprofessional bullshit. Um That's or he true. could not follow another rule and he oh, would still win. True. Yeah. So we gotta account for that as well. Um Patty Harrison is going to trounce Fred Willard. Let's hope. Yeah, I think Probably that's going to be the case. But I, I, I could see that. I mean, Fred's so beloved that I I could see him putting up a fight. But I just think Patty is uh, is a, uh, too big of a force. And, and I think this next one is one that I really thought I knew what was going to happen. But now I don't, um, which is Ruben Rabasa versus Bob Odenkirk. I, I don't know I, either. I would have thought Ruben, but the voting from last round, um, yeah, makes me wonder. Yeah, it's shaking my confidence because I had Ruben going very far. I'm I'm beginning to think like the Ruben bubble has deflated a little bit. Mm, um, be. I think he's sque- I think he squeaks out a win over Bob Odenkirk because he has the more iconic role in in the show. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it would be a, a narrow victory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a matchup where I picked both wrong in the first round. Uh, Connor O'Malley versus Tim Meadows. Another one. I I, I can't Ooh. really call it. Yeah, that's tough. I, I think it's got to be Connor O'Malley from like just the, the number of things he's been in yeah that's my thought too and he's like he's also kind of in that inner circle of the show where i think Mm -hmm. that gives him probably a little bit of a boost yeah i could see it if he were facing like cecily strong bob odenkirk like it might be a little bit uh closer i think tim meadows's performance is not quite as um iconic and I think you should leave Lore, yeah. so I, I think Connor probably can go past it. And then our last matchup, Will Forte versus Paul Walter Hauser. I'm a little shaken Paul- by this. I, I had Paul Walter Hauser, but I, maybe Will Forte wins this. It's also a two sketch versus one sketch. I know, yeah, right. that's tough. A lot of people don't like the plain sketch, though. I don't love it. And I respect I, it. Yeah. I, I, the concept is funny, but the it's like, you know, it's cr- intentionally cringy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I I think, I mean, despite him being the lead in two sketches, I think it may be because mm. they're not as iconic and beloved that it might not yep. carry him as far as other two sketch leads. So I would lean Paul Walter Hauser probably, but it, it'll be interesting. I, I can see it go either way. way. I, yeah. I probably think Paul Walter Hauser by a close margin. Yeah, definitely Do don't. Of- don't expect anyone to sort of get steamrolled or like one of them to run off of a cliff and hover in the air yeah, and yeah, look down exactly. and see there's nothing beneath them. I but I, I when agree. we sign off, should I say that's all, folks? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, and James, when you're doing the pictures on uh, X tomorrow, you for Will Forte, you might just want to put like a thousand pictures of cigars. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that for the pictures. I. It's hard to, I don't want to bias things too much by, for the people who've been in multiple yeah. sketches by which mm. one that I pick. Mm. Um, it's hard. And then, but I also don't want to do like three pictures of one person and one of the other person and bias it that way. So <sighs> I don't know. I'm fine with you rigging it. Like, just just put the worst image of the ones we don't want to win, and then the best. Of <laughs> yeah, the I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't rig shit. Yeah, you're rigging it. It's... Do you think for um, Steve Moulton we could find sixty thousand votes? <laughs> yeah, I think we could. Uh, careful, that'll get you indicted around here. I know. Um, all right. What? Um, so I think we'll be back on in two days to discuss what Jared now wants to call the 10th round <laughs> um, or whatever it is. I don't even, I can't even follow it anymore. It's yeah. So like series, but I think, um, yeah, probably around the same time on uh, Wednesday morning, like between eight and 9 AM Eastern, it should go up on the, uh, that's a chunky pod uh, Twitter account x account um and i'm i definitely will also share it from the itysl underscore memes account as well so people can look for the voting there and vinod's been posting it on truth show truth social if anyone wants to vote there <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> make sure he sends me the the like uh two or three votes there so i can tally it up yeah um anyway that's the only voting i trust <laughs> it's true social yeah um all right you guys uh i think i think this is good we did the best job today um yeah anything we need to do before we sign off um no no, no? We're good. <laughs> you want to say it? Uh, who wants to say that's all folks jared i think you want to do it no i can't do it i can't i have to blow my nose i'm, I'm gonna go on mute all right signing off that's a chunky That's all, folks. (laughs) All right, we're leaving that in. That's a Chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. In the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, At the Nighthawks diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave, Uh, You also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. 
Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash Swayzine, again, Swayzine is S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E, um, you can own these shirts yourself. Um, and we want to thank uh, Reggie from Swayzine for his support of That's a Chunky. Mm -hmm.